Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is a, is a dark one. Today's a bad day. This entire episode is brought to you by the memory of Carrie Fisher. As of right now, when we're recording this, the news just dropped that Carrie Fisher passed from the heart attack that she had the other day on the plane. And, you know, we had this whole episode that we were going to be doing on something else. And, uh, you know, we can't even, like, joke around about shit today. So today's going to be serious. I'm not going to say a single joke all day. <laughs> that was the funniest joke yet. I know, out the gate. God damn it. Yeah, well, no, it is a somber day. But we're going to... We're going to use it to remember. Yeah, you know, we're going to drop these member berries. Because yeah. that's how we do it. Um, that's how she would want to do it. She doesn't want everybody crying over her because she lived uh, the life she wanted to live. So, here's to her. Very nice. And this is her theme music. That is. That is Princess Leia's theme from A New Hope. So, you know what? This is going to be our theme song for today's episode. It's the intro music, and it's also the theme song. So here it is. We're just going to let it play for a minute. The Natural Habitat Podcast. The Natural Habitat Podcast. The Natural Habitat Podcast. <laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booyah. My name is Carrie Fisherman's Net. <laughs> I knew that it was going to be something like that, but that is not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so, out of left field with that one. Mm -hmm. um, so, you guys have probably heard the news. Uh, it's also in the title of this pod. No, it's not in the title of the podcast. The podcast isn't Carrie Fisher died. That's not no. what it's called for sure. But it's in the description. And I also talked about it a second ago. So if you're just now joining us, for some reason, if you start podcasts a few minutes in, maybe you don't like ads, then that's what happened. And um, it, uh, it hit us kind of hard. You know what I mean? Like people die all the time celebrities that we appreciate that we uh that we love their shit and it kind of you know it becomes this thing that's just like you know who's gonna die next there's celebritydeathpool.com i know i feel really really bad yeah it's weird it's like i feel we, really bad i have a weird I connection to it for some reason and i don't want to uh i don't want to joke around or make fun of her <laughs> yeah like um, we usually do yeah, I think it's um, I think it's definitely a shitty day for the universe. Yeah, for, for the Star Wars universe for sure. But um, <clears throat> as we just seen, um, Princess Leia will live on, you know, and and she is forever a piece of the legacy and the Star Wars universe, and you know she's gonna be around now, no matter what. So. 
I, th- I feel like it it's kind of poignant if you think about it, you know, like right as they reintroduce young Leia and into the series again. And it's like, holy shit. It was like, it was a weird time, right? Maybe she, uh, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know if even anybody even caught her thoughts on that yet because like, I didn't see any interviews or anything yet of her saying anything about it because it was still like, shit, it's only been out a week, you know? So, yeah. Um, it would have been really cool to, um, see her take on that for sure. I think, uh, I don't know, man, it's a crazy, crazy time, but timing is everything, you know, like it, and, uh, she's going to be forever immortalized and continue to be recreated now in a way that, hasn't really been done before and I don't know man it's a trip it's it's super it's uh super tripped me out that the way it happened like the time it happened yeah you know and fuck man we were just talking about people dying this year you know a lot of people dying yeah and we literally were just just like on the last episode we were joking around about Tuesday yeah she had a heart attack on the plane she was non-responsive and then you know they like uh, resuscitated her and it said that she was in stable condition and everybody thought that she was going to pull through that it was just a scare you know what i mean shit like that happens all the time and uh it's crazy man it's definitely a crazy time crazy day and you know there's really nothing you could do but remember why we love carrie fisher so much you know remember all these things that made us feel so close to her and made us so fucking sad when she died you know what i mean like there's these certain people that you feel connected to like me i'm like really connected to idea for some reason who's a rapper he died overdosed and i i feel like that same feeling with carrie fisher like it's almost like a close friend of mine died even though i never met her yeah, no, uh, you met her lots of times, and that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, we all did, and, and over and over and over and over and over and over again, you know. And it's a, and it's a, and that's the crazy thing is, it's like all these people we grew up on are fading out, you know. And it's scary to realize that time is like really fragile, and yeah. and how short it really is and you know and and like how precious it is and and the fact that you could be here today and then you could be gone tomorrow you know and <clears throat> it's it's surprising every single time like you you never see it coming it just sneaks up on you and today it took our princess yeah that's true but, uh let's let's um let's play that first clip Let's see. Uh, the Slave Leia scene? Yeah, let's play that. This is just uh, a smash cut of Slave Leia sitting around all sexy. There's some stuff in it. Yeah, there's stuff. We have powerful friends. You're going to regret this. What a creep, huh? Ah! Java no tools and the honk of he, no baka. 
Such great acting, look at that. Here's here's here on the table. That was one of the things that she said was that she didn't like her acting in the movie. And in as Princess Leia. Yeah, it was kind of like a not, wasn't a great part, right? She did phone it in at times. It kind of seems like. <laughs> yeah, um, but look at right there, her, her competition was a Muppet. Yeah, right, right next to her. So you gotta watch out for that. True, and I also. Uh, well, if I could out act a Muppet, I could try. <laughs> try right now. Uh, yeah, that look that actually. I don't know. Now I'm a mat <laughs> now I need to imagine a Muppet. Okay. Okay. The Muppet's doing pretty good. Oh what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean you did pretty good too, but the Muppet is like killing it. I know, right? It's cause they got um people behind it. Yeah, and the Muppet also has human hands. I don't have people behind me. <laughs> All I have is these hands. Hey, I, I got I got your Dude. back, man. I'm behind you. Uh so I I read that Carrie Fisher actually beat out like a whole bunch of people for this role. Like everybody that was everybody at the time in Hollywood. I really, really wish I could find <laughs> this fact that I read about who tried out for the role. <laughs> Anyways, uh, who cares? A lot of people probably did, but I it was think like, it was, uh, it was I, everybody. he made the right decision because he picked an unknown, yeah. right? Like that, that was his thing. Like it had to be somebody unknown, somebody who's never been seen before. So people could like take it serious and, and like fall in love with the character and, you know, envelop themselves in the story. Right. Yeah. And that's, she only had two, uh, she only had two roles before Princess Leia. And there was one in a movie called Shampoo, which I guess is b pr something pretty big. It's popping up everywhere. And uh, Debbie Reynolds and the Sound of Children, a TV movie. Well, she that is her mother. Yeah, Debbie Reynolds is her mom, who is an actress. And then her dad is a singer. So she was born in Beverly Hills, came from famous family, and fucking took over. Took over as Princess Leia. Because when she got that role as a nobody, how many people were fucking in love with Slave yeah, Leia? Yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy is like, stupid he was not, you know? <laughs> that motherfucker knew what he was doing. Uh -huh. George, George Lucas had it always figured out, you know? Like, he still does. He, he knew that he was gonna make everybody fall in love with Leia. He knew that he was gonna like confuse everybody with the, with the Luke and Han thing, and he knew that like, you know, like he knew all the controversies that he was starting. Yeah. You know, he he really knew that he would get a reaction out of these, and to have that much foresight is is astounding. I'm like, I want to be like that. You know, I want to have some shit like that. When we when we do Potsdamus, I'm like, that's like minuscule in comparison to like thinking of, yeah you know ima imagine fucking stradamin something that is like just gonna building. be a, a 30 year or 40 year fucking legend yeah of a like a you know whatever just like building epic. a legend out of nothing 
Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's like, it was like too perfect, right? Like, Star Wars is like too perfect. I don't know what it is. It, it has every drama in it. Every drama. Yeah. In Inside of like one thing. A little something for everybody. And, uh, you know, like if the role would have gone to like a Farrah Fawcett or someone that was dropped at Gorgeous, it wouldn't have been as good as... You know, Carrie Fisher is beautiful, but she's like like girl next door beautiful. I agree. I think that it does carry like some type of stigma when you have when you're like when you're already that famous and you go to a role, it's really like it's hard to discern the difference between you and that role. Yeah, you see so and so playing a role instead exactly. of seeing this person. Like when I went and saw Force Awakens, I had no idea like who Daisy Ridley was at all. I had never seen her anywhere, never seen any of her stuff. And then all of a sudden, here she is on the screen, just killing it. And she was like the same, she was the same kind of way. Like she's gorgeous, but she also looks like she's not like, you know, some sort of unapproachable, exalted, beautiful woman. She's like someone that's relatable, someone that you could feel comfortable going up and talk to, but is still. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It seems that way. She's she, she's like on almost on the same level as Carrie Fisher. Oh, yeah. the way the way that the way that her character was portrayed. Um, sure, <laughs> maybe, but she's more of like a she's more of a Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I think. Yeah, she is. Than a Leia, you know, like she's a fucking she's a warrior. And so is new Jen or whatever, whatever her name is. Yeah, Jen. Yeah, she's fucking a warrior too, you know? So it's crazy to see all these new main characters. I'm super excited to see uh, who else comes along with the next origins and shit. Who were like Han Solo's homies back in the day. Yeah, uh, right. Like, I definitely want to see the Kessel Run. Kessel Run. I got to see that. And mm -hmm. I want to like, you know, you have to see where all the legends come from. You have to like, we have to go through the smuggling and all that shit. We got to go fucking, I don't know. There's so much there. So much there. And then Luke, think about a Luke story too. We had Luke story kind of, but... There's a lot of stuff in there that they just kind of skipped around with. Yeah. Also, you know, like there's other. What about a fucking Yoda story? Shit. I know. Where's he's, that at? He's you been kind of like, neglected for a while. I haven't seen him. Got to get Yoda in there. Yeah, for sure. Um. All right. What else we got? Uh, I got some uh, some facts. Some interesting facts. Some eight facts. Uh huh. I got some eight facts. All eight right. fun facts about Leia Organa. That's right, Leia. And have you noticed that everybody uh, like the last name thing in Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah. I like saw this whole breakdown of it, and it was like a whole list, and it blew my mind. Yeah, we got a we got a lot to cover. In Star Wars, we haven't even broke the surface yet. We've only done one, so <laughs> yeah, that's not enough. We just did a Rogue One recap, but I mean, like, 
We we got plenty of nerding. Yeah. We're fucking nerf herding. Fucking nerf herding all day. Yeah, you yeah. Know. We've been neglecting it. We definitely need to go back and just do like a whole Star Wars episode again. Maybe we'll go and do the week from far, far away. Yeah. In the new year, something like that. That's what uh, <laughs> I read this thing about. Uh, she has Carrie Fisher had a memoir called Wishful Drinking, and that's where she wrote a bunch of shit. And uh, I want to say that's where she wrote the story about how she banged Harrison Ford when they were filming, and he was like way older than her and married, and she was like really young. And then uh, she had a relationship with a United States senator, and he was asked in an interview about it. And he told a reporter that it happened a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> was his official statement to the reporter about his relationship with Carrie Fisher. Yeah, that's hardcore. That's dope. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, she went through like this whole stint of turning down films like in the 80s. She was turning everything down. And they all went to like Brooke Shields and Linda Hamilton and shit. But I was looking at her like filmography and she got work. I know that she was in the Blues Brothers right after Empire Strikes Back. And then she would always pop up in like TV TV shows. She'd be in an episode or pop up in a movie like Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. But if you look through, it's like at least four or five things every year that she was doing. Nice. So she's just doing it her way. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Just I mean, I'm sure that you do like these little things. You have enough to stay busy, enough to make money, so that way you don't have to work and just keep it moving. Instead of trying to do these big blockbuster things and then only being relevant for like three years and then getting replaced by Channing Tatum after his sex change. You hear about Channing Tatum's sex change? No. Yeah, me neither. So never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Let's see. Uh play them facts, funky fact boy. How you say that? Funky. Oh, this facts video with this fucking guy's voice that I hate that I closed out. Oh yeah, oh you don't wanna, you don't wanna play that? I gotta find it. I got it. Here it is. Here it is. I just hated his voice. You guys will know what I'm talking about. Bringing you eight fun facts about Princess Leia or Ghana. Starting off our list is the fact that Carrie Fisher, the actress who played Princess Leia, hated her hairstyle in the first movie. The famous what? bagel bun, as she called it, came about when Lucas asked her if she would like that hairstyle, and she said sure. She thought if she disagreed with it, she would have gotten fired, so she just kind of went along with it. Next up, number two. <laughs> yeah, smart move. Yeah, and it's like, come on, George Lucas. She said sure. When a woman says sure, that means no. Yeah, well, no. He fucking conned her into no panties in space, too, so. Yeah, he did. I know that. Uh, George Lucas <laughs> is a hero, a fucking a giant among men. He's like, hey, look, there's no underwear in space, so let's yeah. do this. Yeah, he's the man. So you're trying yeah. to tell me that they're wearing all these other articles of clothes, but no underwear. Yep, that's it. There's no underwear in space. Bada boom. There's no need for it. All right. It self-evacuates. <laughs> what else we got? 
on the list is that Carrie Fisher had a huge cocaine addiction. So much so that she almost died from an overdose when filming Empire Strikes Back. Some have even pointed out that in Return of the Jedi, she is seen with one long fingernail, which is common for people doing coke. Our third <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, she had a little bit of a cocaine problem. Big deal. Uh, yeah. She, it was the fucking 80s. Yeah. Everybody had a cocaine problem. It was the 80s. She said it, uh, she said in like a statement about it because she checked herself into rehab at one point and uh, also had like a bunch of mental health issues and shit that she was going through at the time. And she said, I realized that I was doing more drugs than other people and that I didn't have any control over how much I was doing anymore. So she was pretty much like, look, guys. We were all doing coke, but then everybody else would go to sleep, and then I would do more coke, like <laughs> you know. So yeah, it was the eighties. Everybody was fucking. Everybody's still doing coke in Hollywood. I mean, everybody's still. Uh, <laughs> never mind. Let's what? just go to the next fact. The fun fact is that her white dress is not very underwear friendly because it would show through. Lucas wanted to tone down in her female ways, so he would tape her boobs down so that they wouldn't jiggle. This led to members of the team fighting over who got to take the tape off of her boobs after shooting. Our yeah, it's a fun fact. I'm sure that it didn't lead to fights about who got to take the tape off after they were done shooting. <laughs> is that a fact? I would like to think so. Pretty sure she took the tape off. Hey, you never know, man. Did what she like? Okay, who wants to take the tape off today? I'm high yes, as fuck uh, on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> that is very disrespectful. Hey, you never know, bro. It was the '80s. <laughs> Rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. We people love you. Were, people were crazy. That's true. Her fourth fun fact is about the famous slave costume in Return of the Jedi. Just like most other things on the set, Carrie Fisher hated it because it wouldn't move with her body. As she put it, when she had to lay down in front of Jabba, Boba Fett could see all the way to Florida. After each take, someone had to watch them to make sure her boobs didn't fall out during the fighting scenes in the bikini. Our fifth fun fact is- All the way to Florida. Florida. Down under. Uh, Florida. 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 Uh, so yeah, George Lucas, another boss move. Yeah, pow. Because <laughs> that Fisher right, hated right her own her. acting. She thought she did an awful job in the movie with her mix of a semi-British, semi-American accent. But even though she hated her acting, the most fun that she had on the set was her scenes with Harrison Ford. To be precise, oh. her scenes where Leia and Han were arguing, which was just about every scene with the two of them in it. Coming well, in at number heard. six is... We heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay that she was too short for a lot of her scenes with Harrison Ford. Any of the up-close scenes where you can't see her legs, she's actually standing on a box. She's about a foot shorter than Ford, so all of the up-close scenes she wouldn't fit in the frame. So she had to stand on a box. And the seventh fun fact is that... Okay. Where is that box? And can we have it? Did he just say the same thing <laughs> twice? No. What? What? Okay, look. I'm going to go back and we're going to play that last fact again. And we're going to... Just pay attention to the sentence structure of this, okay? <laughs> Scenes where Leia and Han were arguing, which was just about every scene with the two of them in it. Coming in at number six is that she was too short for a lot of her scenes with Harrison Ford. Any of the up-close scenes where you can't see her legs, she's actually standing on a box. She's about a foot shorter than Ford, so all of the up-close scenes she wouldn't fit in the frame. So she had to stand on a box. <laughs> Any up-close scenes she wouldn't fit in the scene, so she had to stand on a box. She's a foot shorter. 
So when you have close scenes, she couldn't fit in the frame. No, he said had two to stand on a things. box. He said the, the only same. thing he said twice was stand on a box. And no, look, she. He said he repeated three different things. She was too short for a lot of her scenes with Harrison Ford. Any of the up close scenes short. where you can't see her legs, she's actually standing on a up box. Close. She's about a foot box. shorter than Ford, so all of short. the up close scenes up she close. wouldn't fit in the frame. So she had to stand on a box. Box. In the seventh. <laughs> short up close box. Fun fact is that Princess Leia almost didn't happen. Okay, Lucas was toying right. around with the script uh, and almost made Luke a girl instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I realized I was way too high and I was focusing on the wrong thing. Okay. Uh, she's so short. Number seven. Box. And the seventh fun fact is that Princess Leia almost didn't happen. Lucas was toying around with the script and almost made Luke a girl instead. If what? he did, he was going to scrap Leia altogether. But in the end, he decided that he had it right and she was to be kept in. I think he made the right choice because I couldn't see the movie happening any other way. And finally... What about The Force oh, Awakens? Oh yeah, because it didn't happen in the other way, you dummy. <laughs> Our last fun fact about Princess Leia is that 20th Century Fox marketed Princess Leia heavily to try and encourage women to go and see Star Wars. When they were doing their research Shit, to see who would see the movie, they noticed that only males under 25 were interested in seeing it. So to try and get more female <laughs> viewers, they pushed humans center stage and referred to the movie in mythic tones instead of the sci-fi tone that it was. And those are fun facts about Princess That was pretty fun. Hey, those were fun. Yeah, that's dope. So... Ever since day one, like, so for people that are like, I don't like the new Star Wars movies because it's like all the girls and start trying to be like women power and stuff. Yeah, well, they like, did that since the beginning. And then like. And then like. <sighs> you know how people are like. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Come on, guys. It's, yeah. it's going to be a new year soon. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going with this? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Uh, okay. What do you got? CGI. Oh shit! You want to get? You want we move into that? Yeah, but I want to talk about it for a second. Though. Yeah. Um. So, do you think that Princess Leia obviously is going to be involved in future Star Wars films? Most definitely. As a CGI character, much like Grand Moff Tarkin was. Most definitely. My prediction is that everybody now is going to want to be remembered. Yeah. As they were. Everybody's you know, everybody's camps or families and loved ones that are survived are going to be like, hey, let's recreate my loved one. Exactly. So, like, eventually we're going to see a young everybody again. And that is amazing. I think, like, I think, like, at some point, some type of flashbacks, some type of, like, I don't know, some type of, like, you know, backstory where some intermingles, kind of like, you know, how uh, Rogue One led in at the very end, yeah. you know, with, with the Vader scene and everything. And, you know, like, uh, uh, like shout outs and Easter eggs and, like, you know, all kinds of fucking, like, possibilities and potential for all of the stars to come back as their young selves. Even even the young Luke Skywalker. Maybe a young Luke Skywalker and fucking Skywalker now could possibly meet in the same flick, you know what I mean? Like you you yeah. never know. Like it like like it just depends on where they're uh where they're going and what the vision is or like how the story's told, you know, and, and each one having a different director it's pretty nuts. Yeah. I don't know what I saw. 
I swear I saw some earlier, but I don't know if it was real. Like a ghost? About like a Rogue One two. A ro- <laughs> Rogue One two. Check check. Rogue One two. Yeah. Uh, maybe. That'd be crazy, huh? Yeah. But uh, you know, with this CGI thing, how far you know it's gonna keep progressing. It's already amazing. It's gonna keep getting better and better. They're gonna be able to do more things. 100%. And it's gonna get easier. It's gonna get cheaper. And then when does it, like, how far is this gonna go? Do you think that there's when does be, it become simulation, and when does it become? Yeah, when game? when is there when is there no need for actors anymore? Because we already have well, this back catalog of actors. Here is another thing. Now, there, what I'm thinking is they're gonna be able to once all these stories are told. We don't have a finish line. Like, we don't know what happens, right? Yeah. I mean, like, so, like, once all of these backstories and origin stories are told, then I think it moves in the opposite direction, and it goes from origins to next-gens, you know what I'm saying? And, And then it becomes, like, you know, offsprings and, um, you know, next generations down the line and becomes like the perpetual, like, uh, new, new drama dilemma slash whatever force yeah. versus, versus fucking empire or, or whatever the next empire is or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, say, say the rebels end up victorious ultimately and, the, and defeat the, the empire and then fucking boom, some new evil comes and, uh, and creates this new, war amongst the stars you know like a new fucking yeah epic, a new like you know yeah, so it definitely that's... it definitely paves the way for a new story and kind of yeah. like fills everything up but i'm saying how long until people start using it in a different way like if you take it out of star wars what if there's some comedy movie that comes out and well and, see, and john candy's in it and it's not they're gonna, they're gonna explain that in this clip yeah yeah they'll talk a little bit about it all and right because you know, if I were to make a comedy TV show and I could put Chris Farley, Mitch Hedberg, Phil Hartman, Lenny Bruce, <laughs> like all these people together, and I, I wouldn't have any need for a new comedian that people may or may not like. You know what I mean? If theoretically, you could do that. That's yeah. the thing. It's like what they, what they do is they find an actor to capture your movements. And then they, they just... find an ab- actor to capture you and then they like impose... The other person's face and and uh, features and everything onto you or whatever afterwards and so like it's a in in theory eventually you could do that we could have an all star set of motherfuckers a murderer's row of like you know of comedians or whatever from back we could bring the Rat Pack back to life we could have fucking um, Michael Jackson moonwalking on the real moon yeah. you know like whatever you know we could do like. Imagine, you wonder what Michael Jackson looks like walking on the moon? Probably like the other astronauts. <laughs> Probably just like, right? <laughs> just regular, kind of bouncing around. Shit. I believe it. Yeah. I don't think he'd be able to moonwalk on the moon. Probably not. No. All right, let's check out this uh, CGI shit. 
Okay, so Rogue One tells the story of the events that led up to the original Star Wars A New Hope, Holy literally shit. catching so us up to the exact moment that Princess Leia receives the Death Star plans that she hands off to play now. at the beginning of that movie. And I don't know about you guys, but when the opening night audience that I watched the movie with saw the face of Princess Leia, Carrie freaking Fisher herself, but like 40 what? years younger somehow, we lost our freaking minds. There was yes, this massive gasp and yeah. no joke, I literally heard someone whisper, it's mad. Magic. It was me. I said that. I, I shouted it, actually. But the thing is, it's not magic. It's just really impressive and probably super expensive visual effects by George Lucas's special effects and animation studio, Industrial Light and Magic. So I guess magic was kind of part of it. And obviously, Rogue One did the same thing to recreate Grand Moff Tarkin, originally played by Peter Cushing, who died in 1994, as well as the Gold Leader and the Red Leader in the Battle of Scarif. So how did the filmmakers pull this off? It's a complicated process that uses a mix of body double actors and computer-generated mapping of archive footage over the stand-in space, using motion capture and reanimating it all to make the facial expressions and move the lips in a way See, to make them they speak already dialogue. do it in everything. Yeah. We are like you. And for this to look even close to authentic, you need an actor who can closely match the original actor's facial structure, expressions, gestures, just pretty much do the perfect full body impression of them. And you may remember the video that we did when a similar process was used to finish the late Paul Walker scenes in Fast and Furious 7. In that case, Paul Walker's brothers stepped in as body doubles and the finished product was pretty good. But this was not easy to do for Tarkin. Last year, rumors from a source close to Rogue One called it one of the most complex and costly CG recreations ever. Now, apparently, when George Lucas filmed the first Star Wars, Peter Cushing didn't feel comfortable wearing the awkward leather riding boots that the Imperial officers had to wear. And he complained so much that George Lucas allowed him to wear slippers on set. And he just shot him from the knees up or from behind the Death Star conference table. So, for <laughs> one, they didn't have a lot of footage options to work with. That's and they had so to rely boss. on some of Cushing's previous work on horror films. And, by the way, that might be why this version of Tarkin that we saw briefly in Revenge of the Sith looked kind of weird. So they hired British actor Guy Henry. You may remember him as the corrupt minister of magic in the final two Harry Potter films, or if you're into BBC hospital soap operas, Dr. Henrik Hansen on Holby City. So this guy has a very similar, long, angular face as Peter Cushing, and the way he talks is eerily similar. You have nothing to fear. And if you look closely at the Star Wars celebration reel footage that came out last summer, you can see Guy Henry on set before he was transformed into Tarkin. And in case you were curious, that's actually Guy Henry doing Tarkin's voice. You have made time an ally of the rebellion. A source close to the film actually confirmed this for us. Crazy. Now for Princess Leia, they used young Norwegian actress Ingvild Dela. And notice that she has a strikingly similar round full face and round eyes that Carrie Fisher had when she was 20. 20 years old. Now, Dela hasn't appeared in much other than a minor role in Avengers Age of Ultron. So then it was a matter of going through hours and hours of archived footage and using it all to create 3D animations of Peter Cushing's and Carrie Fisher's faces to map over the body doubles, rendering them frame by frame with realistic skin textures to make it all seamless. And in addition Damn. to Fast and Furious That's 7, you may amazing. remember this effect being used recently to make fucking frame by frame. That's crazy. It's it's insane. And and you can tell like when you watch when you were watching Tarkin talk, when you see like his little his little twitches in his lips. Yeah. And everything and like uh, everything. That's how people in the theater couldn't tell it was fake. Yeah. Everybody in the theater who wasn't a real Star Wars fan was fooled. 
I was looking around like I was tripping on him and like looking around to see if everybody else was tripping like me and like it was like nobody got it. Everybody and just like, watching this guy say his I was like insulted almost. I was like, what the fuck? How do you guys not know that guy's dead? Right? <laughs> I was like, how do you not know? This is like a resurrection right before your eyes. Yeah. And the, and it didn't happen for everybody else in the theater until they saw young Leia. And then when young Leia made her appearance, it was like a fucking, it was like a, like a tearjerker, you know, like it was like, oh shit, holy shit, it's real, it's Leia, you know, like you're like, this is not happening because we just got old Leia in the Force yeah. Awakens, so like you didn't see it coming, you didn't expect it, even with Grand Moff Tarkin in the beginning, even even though you had that like sneak peek and knew that it was possible, you didn't think it was coming. And then you seen this white dress from behind, and you're like, "Holy shit, what?" And then she turns around, and boom, yeah, there, there she was, young Leia. And what a cool, what a cool way to go. You know what I mean? Like, what a fucking high note. Like, like, is it, it was like I was saying, it was like fortuitous or something. You know, like she like knew. You feel me? She knew like what was going on. She knew like. Maybe it was time. Maybe it was a grand exit or something. You know, like a like a fucking here. I'm I'm here. I'm gonna last forever. Yeah. You know, like I'm forever immortalized. Yeah, exactly. So That's like, the perfect way to you. put it. I'm out. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you guys can live and be old. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm fucking immortalized. <laughs> <laughs> that is. It's dope. It's like the fucking one last stab. Damn. Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen the last of her. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, you remember in like Mimbin, I was like, dude, I was like, I'm getting the chills right now thinking about it. But I was like, like the other day, I after seeing the movie, like three or four days later, I caught myself thinking about it, and I was like, holy shit, it was Young Leia. I was like, I was in deep tripping about it, you know, and and uh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy how life happens, you know. Yeah. It's a shitty, shitty thing. It is. She's gonna be missed for sure. I'm sure, like by her friends and family and everybody close. But, but besides them, by millions and millions and millions of people around the world, you know, like she just starred in the biggest movie in the history of all time. Yeah. And then, and then just backed it up with this one, who's who's gonna be the second place movie of all time probably by the time it's all said and done, you know, mm -hmm. and. And yeah, there's a lot of people that are a lot of people are touched by it. You know, whenever whenever somebody dies and people you'll see it like on Twitter and Facebook and shit, everyone's just all like, Oh man, so and so died. That's crazy. This is crazy. Crazy. But everyone's like, you know, what the fuck? This is so sad. It's like a kind of a different feel. You know what I mean? It's not just like, hey, look who died. It's like I can't believe that this happened. So you know, uh, I think that I think that uh, there's definitely something out there that you can find that Carrie Fisher has done that you love. If you're not a Star Wars fan, you know, there's, there's five or six people out there that don't love Star Wars. I met someone the other day that was like, I've never seen a Star Wars film in my life, and I don't even blah, 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 blah. Then go watch Shampoo, okay? Go watch Blues Brothers. Go watch, uh, I got another one. Go watch The Burbs. 
All right. She was in that too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Go watch Hook. Cause she was in that too. Is with is wishful drinking the the only um special that she did? No. What what's the other special that she just did? Uh, I'm not sure. The one that you were talking about that was like a musical slash comedy thing? Yeah, I think maybe that's it. Maybe it's Wishful Drinking. But no, I think she did one after that, but maybe not. Anyways, that was pretty good. She tells a lot of shit. Um, so go check that out. Go watch all the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. The original trilogy. Go fucking see Rogue One if you haven't. You, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. Now is the time for appreciation and not yeah. for sadness. Time to go see it a second or a third time. Shit. I mean. Yeah, go see it in memory of Carrie Fisher. Rest in peace. Rest in power. Uh, resist inner pain <laughs> and... Uh, real the force, Luke. Realize right. uh, internet passwords. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Natural habitat recordings.